0: Hello and welcome to this IBR Extra, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. I'm Jeff Stein. Two entities based at the University of Northern Iowa, the Institute for Decision Making and Strategic Marketing Services, have partnered with the Iowa Economic Development Authority to generate data about the impact of the COVID 19 pandemic on Iowa businesses and nonprofits. They rolled out their third online survey in the series this past week, and data generated from the previous surveys was directly used to establish programs and services. In the 61st edition of our program, which aired during the last weekend of February 2020, I spoke with Christy Ryken, Director of Strategic Marketing Services, and Drew Conrad, Director of the Institute for Decision Making who begins with an explanation of his group's work. IDM, which we're known for, is one of the
1: economic development outreach programs at UNI. My program, we specifically focus on working with communities, economic development organizations, chambers of commerce, tourism groups, etc. We've been around since 1987 and have worked in all 99 counties in Iowa, and we actually do work around the country.
0: So when you say the core services are planning, How does that help these organizations? What expertise do you bring that they may be lacking?
1: We facilitate a lot of strategic planning processes. Uh, We also do applied research, which is one of the focuses of what our conversation is today. My team, we're economic development professionals, so we're in the room helping, whether it's a volunteer board at a countywide economic development organization or a chamber, you know, we're help- helping them decide what their priorities are for their organization or their community and help them to develop that plan to move it forward.
0: So, Christy, how did this particular project with the Iowa Economic Development Authority, how did that come about and, and what's it made up of?
2: we were here when the COVID pandemic started and pretty much all of our business and community services division understood immediately there was gonna be a widespread impact among businesses throughout our state and obviously beyond. But because we're part of Iowa and we work with Iowa companies, we were especially concerned about them and what kind of impact it was gonna have and what could we do to be of assistance to our state. And so pretty quickly Drew and a lot of his contacts Came up with the idea of let's do an impacts research project and a study specifically. And let's just ask some questions and find out what's happening and how can um, the state help? What kinds of needs and assistance are top of mind for them? And so that's really how it started. We partnered pretty quickly with the Iowa Economic Development Authority, and they actually sponsored the first two surveys that we did. The first one was in March of last year, the second in May of last year, and really just ask questions like, what kind of impact has this had? Is it positive or negative? Because, you know, a a very small percentage had a positive impact, mostly a negative impact. What are their concerns? How are they handling the health and safety of their employees? What kind of impact is this having to their revenue and their employment? And so we really wanted to understand those issues so the Iowa Economic Development Authority could use that information and design some specific assistance programs through state and federal funding.
0: So, Drew, now we're to a third survey, those first two very early on. Now we've got, unfortunately, a year's worth of experience with all of this. What are you looking to find now? What's the main topic of the survey in the field for this month?
1: Well, for Survey 3, it's really to see how things have changed or has conditions changed for Iowa businesses, you know, as Christy would describe our first survey and back in March was kind of a benchmark survey. Then in May was kind of a, you know, let's check the temperature of see how things are going. And so, you know, the other thing is, is we're almost a year out, you know, we're in a new calendar year. So, you know, they, they can compare 2020 to years now. And so just understanding that landscape of where things are at for the survey. And so, From the standpoint of working with communities and economic development organizations, that's important for them to understand what what does it look like? What do do my peers look like? What's the state economy look like for us? And that's going to be critical for the Iowa Economic Development Authority and other statewide policy makers who will use the data like they have for the first two surveys.
0: Based on what you have learned so far, Drew, in your daily work, you and, and the folks on your team, do you get a sense that... I'll say things are rounding the corner a bit, or or what's the sense out there? Obviously, it's much different than you last did an official survey in May.
1: Another survey that Christie's program, Strategic Marketing Services, and my program, the Institute for Decision-Making, help with the state and the utilities with is an existing industry survey. And so we had to pivot this summer and also did that survey. So looking at that data, I would say we're still running up against some of the challenges that Iowa was facing prior to COVID. Broadband, childcare, care, uh, workforce availability. You know, that, that's kind of been one of the interesting things is the challenge of workforce, even though we had record unemployment numbers in initial claims, you know, particularly back in March, April and May and over into the summer, workforce was still an issue in this state you know, we are turning, rounding the corner. It'll be interesting. We'll obviously survey three will, will help us put actual numbers to what we're hearing from talking to folks around the state of Iowa. But I think some of the systemic issues that we've dealt with in Iowa over the last five to 10 years around workforce challenges with broadband, childcare, transportation issues, et cetera, I think are going to come to the forefront again.
0: And Christy, to pick up on what Drew was just saying, we've talked to many people on this program and elsewhere where they said for example when this legislative session started the key topics were very similar to the ones last year but in essence the point has been made even stronger with regard to broadband with regard to child care because we had to really pivot in real time is that consistent with what you have been hearing
2: Absolutely and one new issue that has really come to the forefront for Iowa's workforce is the ability to to remote work and you see the, how that is wrapped into childcare and to broadband specifically. And so we asked questions on survey one and two, and we're asking again a new set of questions about remote work and some of the challenges specifically around that is what kind of value does better broadband bring to your organization to enable your staff to work remotely? What kind of childcare issues are involved in that? What kind of assistance do you need from a human resources standpoint, you know, to, to manage folks that are not physically located in an office space? There's a whole new set of challenges that companies are needing to deal with. And so we're trying to identify where those challenges are. Specifically, are there certain types of industries, certain geographic locations? And so by asking these questions statewide, we can drill down into some of those areas that have a greater need and share that with the folks in Des Moines that are helping shape policy.
0: So Christy, how do people participate? Who is it that you're looking to get information from for this third survey of this series?
2: So any business or nonprofit organization in the state of Iowa can participate. There are no other requirements. We do ask that only one person from each business or organization take the survey one time so we don't get duplicate information. But you can find this survey online at www.sms.uni.edu slash IEDA business recovery survey. It's a mouthful. (laughs) We would love to have as many people participate as possible. The first round we had just under 13,000 participants. We had just under 10,000 for survey two. We'd love to have around 10,000 again for survey three
0: sms.uni.edu slash IEDA business recovery survey, which it may be a mouthful, but it says everything that you're looking to accomplish with it, obviously. What's the time frame that we're talking about as folks are hearing this conversation? The survey is there. How long do you anticipate it being live so that people don't wait too long and miss out on an opportunity to provide good information?
1: Our tentative timeline is to have the survey open through St. Patrick's Day, 5 p.m. on March 17th. And depending on response rates, we may keep it up longer. We're hoping that, as Christy said, you know, we're shooting to get 10,000 respondents like we did the last survey. You know, if we're able to close it then have a good sample, we'll immediately start crunching the numbers and providing data not only to the state, but one of the other things in the first two surveys is we did over 120 local reports for communities, community college districts, the Small Business Development Center Network around the state of Iowa about respondents and their geographies. So if a community has enough respondents, we will produce a local report for that local chamber, economic development group, or utility, whoever it is. You know, hopefully by in April, we'll be able to start running those reports and and also get the uh, statewide report to the Iowa Economic Development Authority, get the statewide nonprofit report to the Iowa Council on Foundations. You know, we'll try to get the data out as soon as possible so people can start using it.
0: That's a fantastic tool, especially for those regional areas where they don't have the resources to put such a survey into the field. And so the information you can glean from that and customize for a regional area or targeted area based on uh, demographics, based upon industry, that's tremendously helpful. Let me ask you each finally, Drew first, and then Christy gets the last word, Based on the data you have surveyed so far, that you have received so far in the surveys, surveys one and two, the other one that you mentioned, what was most surprising in terms of findings? And surprising can be good or bad, I suppose, a positive or negative. But Drew, first, what uh, surprised you the most as you analyzed data?
1: Probably the worker availability issue around recovery, particularly in survey two, we asked the respondents, what were the top barriers for recovery for them? And workforce came up as, you know, one of the top ones. And so, you know, as you mentioned earlier, Jeff, that, that keep hearing that some of those economic development, economic growth issues that we were having before this pandemic are still in play. And so it just shows we need to address them. They may be having a different impact. As an example, broadband, you know, we, we heard a lot from the standpoint a challenge, the business side of things, but now broadband having an impact on the workforce side of things, of of workers being able to work remotely, etc. And so, you know, understanding the broader dynamics of some of these issues is really critical.
0: Christy, what surprised you the most, if you could single out a thing or two, based upon the data that you have reviewed in the past year or so?
2: I think the flexibility that employers are willing to extend to their employees has been a really um, interesting pivot point for them, Uh, you know, just being open to allowing their staff to work from home, and I think that will open up some worker availability, we're going to have to start thinking about that in new ways, do we need to require somebody to physically be located in our state to have them work for one of our companies. So I feel like that's going to provide some opportunities and a whole new set of challenges as well. You know, I'm just really proud of our state for kind of thinking through these issues, wanting to understand the data and make data-driven decisions.
1: The one thing I would stress is that, and it ties to Christy's last comment, is if you talk to Debbie Durham at the Iowa Economic Development Authority and the Iowa Finance Authority, they truly use this data to make decisions. If you look at the state programs that were rolled out, and Debbie will tell you, they counted on this data. They use this data. They mine this data to figure out what industries were most impacted, what program needs were there, you know, whether it was businesses or nonprofits. Because if you look at a number of the state programs that have been rolled out to meet the needs they line up with what we learned in those surveys. You know, being a data driven decision making and policy making and programming, you know, was very impressive. And other states have taken notice to what we did here in Iowa. Actually, the state in Nebraska basically copied our survey lock, stock, and barrel. We gave it to them, we gave our survey to multiple states. And actually, their governor in a statewide press conference commended the University of Northern Iowa for its assistance in that. And we're proud of that. You know, we're here for the greater good.
0: Christy Ryken, Director of Strategic Marketing Services, and Drew Conrad, Director of the Institute for Decision Making, both headquartered at the University of Northern Iowa. We spoke via Zoom on Monday, February 22nd. And once again, the survey, open for your responses through March 17th, can be found right now at sms.uni.edu slash IEDA Business Recovery Survey. The Iowa Business Report radio program and podcast is presented by Advance Iowa, the state of Iowa's comprehensive consulting program designed to work with mid-sized companies to enhance their growth. Online at AdvanceIowa.com. The Iowa Business Report, airs weekly on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa, with the podcast posted right here every week, along with additional IBR extras and IBR business profiles. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.